I'm excited to talk about our favorite vampire child. Uh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Things are getting wilder for her. Not only are things getting wilder, they're getting weird. Like, yeah. just straight up weird. And I, I'm here for it. Every time I think about weird, like, my dad made this joke when I was a kid where it's like, is it weird haha or is it weird ew? And that's, mm. I think it's weird haha. I don't know. Oh, it, no, it's definitely weird haha. Uh, it may eventually get weird you, but it's at the moment weird haha. Yeah. So we are on to chapter 12. So Jane was talking about how she's like, I could have a long career here, but actually maybe not. I don't know. Like she, yes. she like is reflecting for a second. She goes, I thought I could have a long, long career, but I don't think that's going to work out. And I'm like, what's, what's giving that away? Is it the weird demon laugh in the attic? Is that? That could that be part of it. So then I she like the... starts. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I love that one of her major reasons for not enjoying her time is she's just like, my people is dumb. <laughs> like Adele is yeah. just, she sucks. <laughs> like, let's be real. And she's like, listen, you may think that like, I should be telling you that Adele is nice, but she's terrible. Uh, just yeah. a huge waste of time of my talent, of my time, <laughs> all of it. I'm just, ugh, I hate it. I hate her. I hate this. So funny. <laughs> so funny to me like you know i i feel like teachers never really want to admit when they have like a student that's kind of stupid but they're like oh like I, I, you're pretty you're definitely pretty and you're nice johnny, johnny tries really hard <laughs> just he is giving a solid effort and jane is like adele does not try she is dumb she <laughs> is she can't sing her poetry is shit uh the only thing she's good at is french so yeah which is her native language <laughs> right it's her native language so that she should be good at it she should yeah. be good at it like oh what adele misses in book smart she definitely does make up with just being really kind that's right she's nice that, <laughs> yeah. listen jane being kindness is a virtue and we should yep. be encouraging it listen if you if you can't be smart you gotta at least be kind you can't you have to pick a struggle you know what i mean that's right that's right you can be you can be smart but mean mm -hmm. or dumb but kind but you cannot be dumb and mean don't do it yeah mm -mm. then you just become a high school bully honestly oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm now waiting for a mean girls uh re revision of jane Eyre, where jane Eyre is tina fey at the Mean Girls school, and Adele is just, uh, like, mercilessly... <clears throat> well, Adele would not be bullying her, but there would be children bullying Jane Eyre, and I feel like Jane would not know how to deal with it. <laughs> That's fair. She, it would just be a lot of staring mm -hmm. and, like, lurking in corners, and then when the children bully her, she'd be like, I've seen ghosts you can't even understand. <laughs> and then just, like, leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i'm trying to like think of a good character to like reflect that but throw it in mean girls and i can't think of one off the top of my head quickly enough i'm sorry like i wouldn't say that she has like morticia energy because i feel like morticia is like a little well, more oh no go ahead oh, i was gonna say like a little more like touchy-feely but what were you saying I was going to say Morticia is also like way sexy and Jane Eyre is yeah. like, I'm an ugly little thing. And it's like, mm, Morticia is not that. Sorry. 
I think I feel like the proper character is Uncle. Oh God. My brain's going Uncle Sylvester Stallone, and I cannot remember his actual name. Uncle Fester. Fester, thank you. Oh my God, what is my brain doing today? For the listening audience, we are recording early. Yeah. That is what is going on, because my brain is also not at its peak condition in terms of remembering. Yeah. But I think Uncle Fester is a good choice. (laughs) Like, he does a lot of lurking. Absolutely. A lot of staring. Yep. You know? He's fucking weird but in like a haha a haha weird way yeah absolutely very pale very pale yeah i can see this i can see this working oh i also love that one of the reasons she's bored is that mrs fairfax is boring as fuck (laughs) i know (laughs) she's like the only person i had to hang out kind of sucks like (laughs) right she's like when i first met mrs fairfax she was like boring and nice and i thought that was good because my entire life has been filled with people who are abusive and mean. And so mm-hmm. Mrs. Fairfax being boring and nice was nice. But now I realize that she's mostly boring. And the nice yep. was just that she treated me like a human being, which is like the very low bar that I had set mm-hmm. for my life. And now I'm like, oh my God, this woman is the most boring woman on the planet. It's just like, oh, oh, Jane. Like, have you ever hung out in a group where it's like the person like, obviously peaked in high school and now they're in their 60s and all of their stories are like exactly the same and you've known them for like eons at this point and you thought their stories were like decent and then like you grew up and you're an adult and you're like wow like i don't really care about your high school life um i feel like something else should have happened since you were in high school um yes i've worked retail so i've met those people (laughs) Uh, this is not me uh looking down my nose at retail employees i worked many many years in retail establishments Mm -hmm. but there are those people who are boring and who work retail and who just want to talk because they're lonely and i get that but their stories are not good Mm -mm. uh they are the mrs fairfaxes of the world and truly i will say also word of warning if you don't know one of those people you will either you will or you are that person. Yeah. So, so think to yourself, are the stories that I'm telling interesting? Mm-hmm. Do people enjoy them? Like, read the room. That's all I'm saying. That is my, yeah. <clears throat> that's my early morning advice, is read the room when you're telling your stories, friends. Yeah. My other advice is every two years, do something adventurous. Do something Ooh, different. Do something to change up your life a little bit, and then you'll good. never get boring. That's right. I once took a trip to Acadia National Park in lovely Maine, uh, which is pretty close to me these days. And we climbed the Beehive, which is uh, a mountain that you can climb with all kinds of fun little jungle gym bits, and it's dangerous because you could fall off of it. And we were at the base of it, and there was a man there who was convincing his partner to go up this mountain even though she did not want to do it because she hated heights and so Mm -hmm. it's just that i am i was in better shape at that point but still climbing a mountain was not something i had done so there was a lot of breaks happening and it was just we kept playing hop leapfrog with this couple where the woman clearly didn't want to be there and so when we finally got to the top he was like was it worth it and she was just like no (laughs) (laughs) oh that brings me so much joy yeah it's 
However, that I, I'm realizing that that happened to me like eight years ago, and I need a new story because <laughs> I've told that story many times, and now I'm starting to realize, hmm, that story, it may be fine as a story, but I need a new experience to surmount that. I need yeah, to find like more miserable story. people. Yeah, gotta have a backup story. I need more <laughs> miserable people in my life that I can tell stories about uh, and their their revelations. Reach Listen, the summit. Get a serving job for like a summer and you'll oh have my God. plenty. Yeah. You'll have them. <laughs> yeah, my favorite one is the person that asked uh, my boyfriend to turn off the AC at an outdoor restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, that's called the wind. It's called yeah. the wind and the temperature. Um, yep. Also, I don't know why I'm picturing this as a story. It could very well have been a Karen. It was Actually, a Karen. What? It was a Karen. Okay. It was a Karen. All right. But uh, my my favorite part is that he was like, I didn't know what to say, and I said, you should have said, which is always, you know, it's it, you can come up with the perfect comeback when you have plenty of time. But I was like, Absolutely. don't worry, I'll get God on the phone. Is what I would have said. But you know. <laughs> That's just like me. My my tired retail employee senses would just be like, okay. I'd just be like, okay. We'll turn it down. <laughs> I did that all the time with, because uh, it was like a kind of more of a sports bar-esque vibe, like mm. beachy restaurant. And we had a lot of old people come in Sunday mornings and they would be like, can you turn the radio down? And I'm like, if I turn the radio down, I think corporate would find out and like actually just slaughter me. Yeah, they would. So I'd walk into the back, stand there for 30 seconds, come back out. And I'm like, is it quieter? And they'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. Ah, uh, the power of perception. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. to see it. Also, I feel like if someone is complaining about the outdoor temperature being warm or too cold, you just give them some alcohol and they will warm right up and they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like the one time I, uh, in my innocence, thought that this couple had COVID, but it turns out they were just really drunk. <laughs> they, well, they said to me, they're like, we don't taste the alcohol in here. Mm. And I had doubled, they had a double and I did a splash of a shot on top. Mm. And I was like, there are like three shots in that drink. Like, I feel like this is getting to the point where it's like illegal, but it was like their first drink at the restaurant and i didn't realize they came in trashed because they were like acting normal and mm. i went to my boss i was like i think they have covid like i'm freaking out then he goes they're drunk no they're just wasty don't worry about yeah, it yeah they're like they're alcoholics um and they're just <laughs> playing it off and i was like oh i am a baby okay thanks <laughs> i am i am but a child okay yeah <laughs> oh my god like i sometimes i forget how like mentally innocent i kind of am until like things like that happen and like my situational awareness doesn't kick in Mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh covid (laughs) that's the only logical answer now i'm sitting here like we should there should be a card game alcoholics or covid and you just have to (laughs) we'll just give you symptoms and you have to say is this a symptom of an alcoholic or is this a symptom of covid patient we'll find out i would fail that's what i know like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't taste the drink well i mean that that could be either but it's probably yeah. an alcoholic yeah like thank god at that point like i was at the restaurant i was still wearing we were still wearing masks at the restaurant so i was like thank god i'm like rubbing my cleaning my arms in the sink like anytime i dropped on their food i was like Bleh! like just cleaning everything and then 
my boss was like it's it's fine they're alcoholics i was like oh it's fine okay never mind i'm like slightly less stressed out now right alcoholism not catching through the air fortunately yes. <laughs> fortunately not a thing you can get genetically yes mm-hmm. yes you got it but you got it you know really there's probably two people who could give it to you in that case um mm-hmm. so anyway oh my god so uh then we're back to mrs fairfax not having interesting stories unlike oh us god. obviously we have the most interesting stories which is why you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. i'm sure mm-hmm. so um my note says something's up with that servant grace that laughs she won't talk to jane at all which is super weird it is incredibly super weird. weird grace yeah. Poole, what are you doing like, I also think it's kind of interesting that Jane will not socialize with any of the servants. Like, she's like, my only options are Adele or Mrs. Fairfax. I'm like, there's, like, plenty of other people you can hang out with in this house. I mean, I think it's a really interest like, comment on the class situation. Because, mm-hmm. like, even though Jane is an orphan, she's still coming yeah. from privilege. And even mm-hmm. though she associated with servants when she was an orphan child in... Mm-hmm her aunt's house like the fact that she's educated and a governess now she's like i have ascended in the world so now the servants are beneath me Mm -hmm. and it's like you know the servants have way more interesting stories to tell than mrs fairfax literally like i love hot goss i it brings me joy i couldn't imagine not going to the people who absolutely have all the hot goss you know what i mean like i'd be like all right so like tell me about mr rochester like tell me what he's like right they're gonna tell you mrs fairfax is like mr rochester is mr rochester what more can i say and it's like oh my god mrs fairfax could you be any duller yeah give me some tea please yeah and she'd be like oh would you like milk in your tea like that's not the tea i mean mrs fairfax slam (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) like uh and she's like he's just a guy he's just a guy guy. oh my god nothing more of interest mr rochester not just a guy let's just get that right out there not just a guy (laughs) i just i don't i don't know i don't trust this whole girl servant demonic laughing situation Mm -hmm. Um, that's wise yeah well i feel like we'll get more into that later in this these chapters um, so Jane kind of implies that Sophia might be lying about being from France, which is strange. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. I don't she's remember like, that. I don't remember that. It's like a throwaway line, but she says something about her accent and like cities in France that don't seem to make sense. It's on in chapter twelve, but it's like less than a paragraph. Okay, all right. But I was like, I'm "Why?" Gonna... Like she's not even from France, so I'm like, "How can you judge this other girl about being from France when you've literally never been there?" I wonder if it's just that Jane is being English and hating French people. It's very possible. I didn't think about that. Is this the one she's uh 
Sophie and I used to talk French, and sometimes I asked her questions about her native country, but she was not of a descriptive or narrative turn, and generally mm -hmm. gave such vapid and confused answers as were calculated rather to check than encourage inquiry. Mm, that is a sick burn. That yeah. is a sick burn, but it's like, I think it's just Jane being snooty. Okay. Like, I think yeah. it's just her being like, uh, this French bitch. Like, ugh. <laughs> Like, I'm imagining Jane asking, like, the most prying questions where she's like, what is your mother's maiden name? And her being What is like, your social security number? Uh, like, Sophia just not wanting to answer and, like, avoiding the question. And Jane's like, she must not be French. <laughs> like, No, I think that's absolutely it. I think Jane is probably an, a nosy person. Uh, mm -hmm. And, like, she's not well socialized. That's another mm -hmm. thing. So, like, she probably just rolls up and is like, you know, yeah. Did you think your local priest was hot? Because mine was terrible. <laughs> he was really old and dumb. And it's like, you know. And then poor Sophie is like, I don't know. He was a priest, I guess. And Jane's like, mm, you don't have an opinion on that? Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Okay, then. Oh, my God. I love this idea that she's just like. Like, I... have you ever been to like a suburban barbecue? And there's all the moms in the corner yeah it's like that one mom that's like trying to get the tea on everybody else but like absolutely roasting them she'll be like so um i saw that you designed your kitchen island and you chose like farmhouse um i just thought it was really interesting that you decided to go that route when we live in you know new york city and you know you've never lived on a farm you know i was raised <laughs> however with cattle <laughs> I was actually raised in the barn. Um, right. So I just feel like the fact that you're wearing cowboy boots and uh, you have like a farmhouse decor is like, I don't know, like plagiarism. Um, it's a little appropriative, maybe. Yeah. Like, a little... What are you doing? Yeah. It's like, no, you're not using that right. You're not using that word right. But okay. Yeah. yeah I just, you know, I, however, my first father was a cow. So. Um, <laughs> oh my so God. obviously i just feel like i have a little more experience on the matter and i'm just surprised that you didn't you know consult me before designing your home i know i just moved to the neighborhood but like i feel like i should have been consulted i don't know right i mean if you do a re if you do a remodel i would love to talk to you about it i have some ideas yeah. mm -hmm. yes just, this is jane Eyre. live laugh love is out now so <laughs> What is okay? Sorry, stop. What is Jane's live, laugh, love? Ooh. It's probably like brood, shiver, question. <laughs> All I was thinking was like ghost, demons, ghost. scream. Uh, I'm gonna get Ghost Demons Scream as a little art piece, I think. Just get it tattooed right on my arm. <laughs> Just, yep, right down the arm. Or, uh, what's, uh, I feel like we need one more option just to round it out. I feel like, uh, Quake, mm -hmm. Stare, Starve. Starve. Yeah, Starve is a good one. That girl eats nothing. It shocks me every day that she's still alive. 
Well, she is very small, so I think she just needs bird proportions, and she's just like, ugh, I'm, I'm full now. I had one almonds for breakfast, so... Right! The burnt porridge. I had two bites, and that is going to be fine. That will carry me through. <laughs> Are you not get... stuffed? I'm stuffed. Oof. I don't think I could eat another bite. I'm just gonna take all of this, uh, you know, the single meal for leftovers, and I'm just gonna like eat it throughout the week. Like yeah. this is so much food. <laughs> uh, quake, stare, starve. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like a very good option uh, for, like, imagining her as like a pigeon. Mm. I feel like charcuterie boards were made for pigeon people. Mm. Yeah, you could just get a little, you know. I mean, yeah. I am the opposite of a pigeon person, and I love a charcuterie board. But that's because I, I require one charcuterie board for my person, and then everyone mm -hmm. else can have their own charcuterie board. But yeah, you get like five pigeon people together. They'll make quick work of that charcuterie board. My aunt has a, um, a cookbook that's like different charcuterie things which like i love this idea that like basically you just put small portions on a board and it becomes charcuterie like i don't follow the meat and cheese agenda okay i saw one that was like a breakfast charcuterie and it was just like mini pancakes with like syrup and then like a little tiny mini french toast like cut up like a pizza toast like in fours oh my and God. then like mini french like i'm obsessed i'm that's in love what with I that want. idea i'm in love right? with that I love a breakfast, anything. So yeah, yeah. Could make like, little bit, you know, take, take one sausage link and cut it up into many different yeah. pieces, get little scrambled egg portions. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah. I'm here for it. I just, I love when things are little, you know, it feels like when you were a kid and you played like with your little dollhouse, you know, like, I feel like I'm a giant, I'm controlling all of this. <laughs> like I can eat as many, like 16 portions of baby sized meals. Like I'm so stuffed. This is great. Like, I'm having a, such a good time. Oh my god, the perspective of it, it's truly, yeah. Just like, how many pancakes did you eat? Oh god, I had like 20 of those things. Stuffed. <sighs> yeah. I love it. I love, like, I don't know, I just like when things are small. I don't know what it is. It's like when you eat, like, a single grape, but they're all, like, partitioned out to be single servings, tiny, one single grape. And you're like, I ate 15. That feels so good. <laughs> one olive. One <laughs> olive. Boop. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, I also love that there's, like, no pressure for anybody else to eat it, and it's, like, mandated that you're going to go back for seconds so nobody looks at you funny. Right, absolutely. Everyone knows the portions are so small that you're going to be just sort of grazing the whole time, mm -hmm. and grazing is my eating mode. Like, yeah. I'm just going to... just going to sort of figure out what like I want. Like a cow in a pasture... Send yep. me out to graze, you yep. know? Send me out to graze. That's why I love parties. I'm not a people person. I don't like being around large groups of people, but parties are where you can graze with abandon and just mm -hmm. come home like feeling like, oh yeah, I ate well. I, yeah. I grazed well and that was a good time. Love a good snack. Love a good snack. Jane does not. Jane does not love a good snack. She's like, no. I want one chip. One little chip just for me. Just like Jane, that's half a Dorito. She's like, good enough. Good enough. This is 17 portions for me. Thank you. <laughs> right. This is more than we had at the orphanage. She's like, it's not burned? Oh. Great. I mean, I guess. I'd, I'd have come to enjoy that sort of carcinogenic char 
uh, on my all of my her things have to be smoked. <laughs> she's got a smoker out back. She puts one single mac and cheese noodle in it. She's like, oh, such a good filling meal for me. So wholesome. Can finally eat what I want. <laughs> Charred. <laughs> Charred to shit. So, um, it's January now. Jane gave the day off. Because, uh, Jane gave Adele the day off because she got a cold. And now she's like, I'm going to walk to town to mail a letter. Which, I love that she can just kind of do that now. She doesn't have to ask for permission like a child, so that's good. Mm, she's moved up. Yeah, so she... On her walk, a man on horseback passes her and slips on ice. And I knew immediately who this was going to be. Because, like, they're mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. There's n- There are two people that this person could be. Yeah. It's either Mr. Rochester or Satan. Yeah. <laughs> it could either be a demon creature from the deep, or it could be the human man that owns this property. <laughs> Which, I mean human men who own property in victorian england not terribly far removed from (laughs) demon creatures so you know that is canonically actually just you know what happened like in order to become a property owner much like the modern times you do have to sacrifice your soul that's right (laughs) i also want to say she's like i'm gonna go walk to town and then i may be misreading this but she, like, just stops and waits for it to be dark. Like, the moon yeah. is coming up, and she's like, okay, now is the time to walk into town. It's like, what are you doing? It is I, winter. It is cold. Yeah. It is dark. Yeah. Now, granted, it is winter and cold and dark in England, so it's probably, like, four, four o'clock when it's, mm-hmm. when it's dark. But it's still like, what are you doing? You're in the also, middle of nowhere. There are ghosts. There are ghosts, wrong, Jane. I thought it was multiple miles to town. Like oh, I thought it was yeah. like a long trek. It's not short. It's not a little hop, skip, and a jump. Like mm-hmm. the the carriage when she, she gets there, like takes time to yeah. get her to the hall. So like one human woman on foot, it's gonna it takes her time. And so she's just like la di da di da. You know what would make this trip even more aesthetic? Nighttime. Vampire Moon. child. <laughs> right. This is Jane in peak vampire form being like, I am going to be who I want to be and fuck all the haters. She's like, I would rather travel this distance as a werewolf. So I think I'm just going to wait till this full moon comes out and then I can run to town in my werewolf form and then run back. It'll be, you know, no time at all. It'll be fine. And I love that Mr. Rochester's dog comes by and she's like, it was a ghost some sort of weird creature and like charlotte bronte's like i heard this tale one time of this northern english monster and so i'm gonna put it in my book and then it's just a fucking hunting dog and you're like oh okay it's so funny yeah like, this, the entire scene is just ridiculous her first reaction to ever coming across another person she goes it must be a ghost it cannot be a real human being no um must be something out of my fairy tale books which love that for you girl but like also just maybe use like an ounce of logic in a situation Mm -hmm. no she's like there is no reason for a person to be on this road right now Mm -hmm. and it's like jane you are on this road right now literally come on come on i think it's funny and we'll have to discuss this in a moment but like mr rochester exactly the same way 
Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's one of the many things I love about him. <laughs> he's like, she's like, that must be a ghost. And he's also like, that must be a ghost. Like, what no. is this ghost woman doing on the road? Oh my God. Which like, for him, I could see it. Because I always imagine her just like, ghostly pale uh-huh. staring a lot all black you know just like in the middle of the road t posing you know yes. that's how i imagine her <laughs> at all times and this man not expecting to run into anyone between mm-hmm. the village and his house where he all knows the servants are like boring people so mm-hmm. he's like yeah there's not gonna be anyone out on the road and oh my god what is this ghost ah! and he like gets into a the victorian equivalent of a car crash because his horse is like oh no oh no (laughs) i love that jane's reaction is to just kind of watch him for a second (laughs) it's like this man falls off his horse and she's just like staring at him and he's just like swearing up a storm and she's just like maybe i should ask if he's okay Hmm? i'll wait (laughs) what are you doing she's like hmm that looks like unsafe um this is the first time i've seen a man though so let me just enjoy this for a second (laughs) (laughs) right and i will say let's be real mr rochester not a looker uh (laughs) if if you like your heroes square shaped and mean Mm -hmm. this is the man for you yeah like there i don't know why but he is constantly described as square like he's just his face is square his body is square his hair is like swept to the side in a square way something very quadru spongebob squarepants Mm. okay so (laughs) oh my god so now now it's wednesday adams meets spongebob and we have the victorian romance uh the show writes itself (laughs) quite frankly i mean how could anybody else like you know not imagine that honestly like how can we not put that in our little brains and be- think it's actually the best work of literature to exist. I don't know. <laughs> Never associated Rochester with SpongeBob, but here we are. Thanks for that. <laughs> I just have you ever seen those like 2010 emo edits of SpongeBob? No. Hold on. This is important context. Um, let me just see if I can grab one really quick, and then. There you go. Here we go. <laughs> we just <laughs> you. Had... I I hope other listeners know what I'm talking about, and if not, maybe I'll like sh- share it on Instagram or something. But like, this is how I'm imagining him right now. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's just like SpongeBob is seen. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that is Mr. Rochester. Mm-hmm okay all right it's writing itself it's writing itself (laughs) this is gonna make when mr rochester is just a mean motherfucker even funnier (laughs) just imagine (laughs) that talking the entire time just the spongebob voice being like mr you're the worst painter i've ever met in my life what are you doing (laughs) oh my god uh yeah that's Part of my scene phase, I saw that that art a lot. So, um, incredible. It's like emo Hello Kitty. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Uh, so falls off his horse. Uh, we do find out that the dog's name is Pilot, which in my notes I completely misspell for some reason. Nice. Um, yeah. So that like doesn't look like English right there, but it's fine. I remember the dog's name is Pilot. So. Yep. Um. Oh my god! <laughs> I just remembered that when Jane is talking about whether or not she's going to help him, she's like, "If he would have been handsome, I wouldn't have." But like. He's kind of, uh, so I felt comfortable. <laughs> Her danger sense is like, if he's hot, like, I'm out of there. Um, but if he's like, just like, got real beat up with the ugly stick, I'm there. Yep. That's my people. Right. She's like, I vibe with this, so yeah. it's fine. She's like, if he looks like a frat boy, I would have departed. But however. Which, fair. Fair. I'd also depart. Mm-hmm. She, like, doesn't find out this dude's name at all. Um, helps him get back on his horse. No, and he actively uh, conceals his identity. Yeah, that too. <laughs> right? She's like, he's like, what house is that? She's like, it's Mr. Rochester. She's like, who's that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some dude who owns it. He's like, what do you know about him? She's like, nothing. He's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like the idea that he's, like, basically in the Secret Service. Or, like, what's that thing where you... Do you, you you anger like a mafia boss and then they put you in concealment? What's oh, witness protection. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's acting like he's in witness protection. Yes. <laughs> so well, like, and also he does not know what this ghost's intentions are, <laughs> or this yeah. vampire's intentions. You know. Yep. It's like I'm not telling you my real name. Mm-mm. Yeah, you don't get to know. You're, you're not getting me to a secondary location. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. That's how you die. Yep. So then she gets him all settled and he goes, you need to be really fast about that letter you're sending and get back home as fast as possible. Like, would you not think that was a threat? No, it's absolutely a threat. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I would be like, who the fuck are you? Right. What is it to you, man? Yeah. You like, are you going to murder me on the streets? (laughs) Like, Right. Because Jane's also like, I don't know. What does this ghost want from me? Wants yeah. me to mail this letter fast. Okay. All right. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> Whatever you say. So, um, then she gets back to the house after, like, sprinting, basically, to go mail her letter. <laughs> um, and we we find out that a Pilot is in Mrs. Fairfax's room, because she, like, busts in there immediately. Which, like, wow. Wild. As someone who has a pet, like, I hate when people don't close their doors when you, like, share mm. a home with them, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, my pet is going to be in your room unless you close right. your door. Like, going to be a inevitable. nosy motherfucker. Yeah. It's going to happen. She's a nosy bitch, you know, just yep. like her mother. It's fine. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, Pilot hanging out in Mrs. Fairfax's room. I'm imagining Pilot just, like, draped across the bed, personally. That's just my right. headcanon. I mean, Pilot is truly in charge of the house. As mm-hmm. any pet household knows, the pet is yep. the one in charge. So, yeah. yeah, Pilot just goes where Pilot wants. Truly. Pilot is opening the doors. It's <laughs> like, mm, who closed this door? Demerit. Illegal. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> so she's like, I think I must have met Mrs. Uh, Mr. Rochester. I'm like, yeah, obviously, homie. Like, who else would it have been? Honestly. 
as we said, you had two options. Mr. Rochester, ghost. Yep. Then we are on to chapter 13. So, uh, we find out Adele and Jane cannot learn in the library now since Mr. Rochester uses it daily. And I mean, like, it's his house, you know? Like, there's a lot of rooms in here, so I feel like it's fine. Like, I feel like we're good. Except Jane being a creature of habit is like, fuck that guy. Yeah. throwing me out of my library. Yeah, her library that she owns, obviously. Right. So, um... Jane cannot get Adele to focus because she's like, I really want to hang out with Mr. Rochester. Like, I know I'm six, but like, he totally wants to hang out with me and only me. That's the whole reason he came back, right? Mm-hmm. And Jane's like, okay, fine. Just take the day off. Go hang out with him. I don't care. Leave me alone. I'm going to read a book in this corner. Classic Jane move. Yep. Sorry. Uh, so Jane gets invited to tea and mrs fairfax like dress your best dress to the nines dress like your life depends on it and, and jane's, jane's like, like which rag shall i wear yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like, like that one doesn't have dirt on it i guess i'll wear that one right like, jane's <laughs> like my best is not good okay <laughs> great she's like my best is uh still stain covered but only at the hemline so i guess that's fine It'll have to do. Yeah. I'm just imagining Jane, like, hasn't done laundry in a week. And she's, like, in her closet. And there's, like, one dress left. And she goes, well, that's the best one, I guess. Right. <laughs> just, like, not a lot of choices. Yeah. As is so often the case in this in this poor vampire's life. Not a lot of choices. But. Yeah. I just, I like to imagine her as, like, an unkept teenager. You know, like, clothes all over the floor. Everywhere. You know. There is a laundry basket. It's never been used. I don't know if Lowood would allow that. I feel like that was beaten out of her. Probably. And then, like, she went somewhere where she could finally just do it. Uh, and she immediately you, stopped you using them. All of that, she's just like, you know what? I'm done with that part of my life. <laughs> yeah. Expand. I, I think she wanted to, like, this was her own little thing to not be boring. Is being messy. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> But I feel like it must have started with, like, just little acts of rebellion. Little mm-hmm. bits of, like, mm, this sock is out of place. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I just, I feel like now. it's it's going to be one of those things where it's, like, no demons can come out of the walls if there is no wall space. You know? Correct. Yes. <laughs> they wouldn't knock things down. Mm-mm. Never. Nope. <laughs> Maximalism only. <laughs> and I feel like her room has to now be, like, covered in Adele's shitty drawings yeah just you know like we know adele is not talented so it's just like really bad stick figure drawings of people that we because you also know adele gets everywhere and so like Mm -hmm. if she came into jane's room and there wasn't her art up she'd be offended and sad yep yep so it's just like tacked to the wall everywhere yep just creepy stick figures and big eyes have you finished akatar yet have i finished what Oh, A Court of Thorns and Roses? Oh, no, sorry. Nope, okay. I have not. You're fine. Uh, okay. I just wondered if you got into, like, Feyre's art yet. I have not. I have, oh, I have only gotten to the table art and stuff. No. Yeah. I, I had a, a side book that happened while Anna was away, so. Fair. Once I finish that, it will. I will be re-jumping in. 
Yeah. Please, please text your updates. They give me so much joy. Like my cousin just finished reading book one and I was getting like chapter by chapter updates about like what she thought of every character and it brings me so much serotonin. It's all I want in the world. Very good. I will pull it off the shelf and let you know as I start rereading. Please, because I just want to know what you think of every single character. Um, Nothing will satisfy me more. Glad to bring joy in this way. Because I won't tell you anything about the plot, but I will enjoy. No, I... I and I often have unhinged theories about things that are absolute that have nothing okay. to do with what I've read, but just mm-hmm. like how I would write it, and it ends up being wrong. Very That's my wrong. favorite. I love I love unhinged theories. Like it's my favorite thing to do when I read a book because I read uh, I have a book club, so like a bunch of us are reading books all together at the same time. And my favorite thing is when we start launching into like weird conspiracy theories about the book. Excellent. Yes. Well, Greatest I will joy. have some, no doubt. Mm-hmm good excellent so um she goes down to tea for goes down to tea with mr rochester and mrs fairfax and adele um she walks in the room he does not look at her at all no and she's like this dude's kind of fucking rude he's so so angry he's so so angry. angry yep and i mean listen he his knee is fucked up he's been having to do like work since he got back, like, every every person in the village has something to say to him. So he's just, yeah. like, done. Like, I get it. You come mm-hmm. home, you want to relax, and people are just like, here's what I need from you. And he's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know no what I need? No wonder he tries to sneak back. Right. <laughs> you know what I need? I need tea with my six-year-old ward, my incredibly boring housekeeper, and the ghost that I met on the road. <laughs> like, those three people are whom I need to spend time with to, yeah. like, relax. Yeah, he's like, I just want to come home and be surrounded by morons for five minutes, please. Yes, that's all I need. Please, just like, don't let them ask anything of me. Like, I don't need a hot one. I just need all of these like mundane morons just in this room with me right now. Like, brings me serotonin. (laughs) Listen to each their own. Yeah, and this man knows what he wants and he takes it. So, he just wanted tea with these three, and he got it. Yep. So, um, Adele does this whole thing where she's like, um, don't I get a gift? And also, didn't Jane get a gift? And he's like, I didn't even know Jane got hired, so right. no. Is, he's like, I had no idea Jane existed until <laughs> five minutes ago. <laughs> like, he went all day, and everybody's asking things of him, and now Adele's like, where's my gift? He's like, oh my god, uh, No. <laughs> And I, I love his, his manner with this child is he's just, like, very withholding. Yeah. Just like, mm, mm, no. Mm, uh. Like, he, I don't... He obviously likes her in the sense that he brought her to his house, but, like, mm. otherwise, it's just a very, like, oh, you're still here. Yeah. Right. Okay, great. He's like, you're still alive. Interesting. Okay. How old are you? Ten? So you got about eight more years. Okay. Yeah, right and you and you, and you french right french okay. who's your mom which one of my girlfriends was that okay 100 <laughs> percent. yes like have you ever seen those I'm, I'm imagining this is how it goes with like those um guys that have like 15 wives and 30 children oh my god yeah like when i was in uh high school someone gave like a speech about 
their dad and how he is in jail for owing child support because he had like 52 kids because he kept like one night standing these women it's too many kids my guy also yeah it's called a condom use it not that hard not that hard like at that Uh, how many kids can you have before they're like all right legally you are obligated (laughs) to just just (laughs) stop yeah Yeah. listen there is no doesn't exist why why would we do that to our fellow dudes how like i just i'm trying to imagine how much child support a month would you owe i mean like one child support a month is like like hundreds of dollars yeah, does it get less when there's more of them? I mean, I think I I assume there's some sort of calculation that's like X percent of your income. So also, possibly yes. Like, at what point does it become a class action lawsuit? Like, how many baby mamas do you have to have for it to become <laughs> like all of them meet you in court at the same time? <laughs> oh my god. This this is a this is a this is a prestige format HBO show. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I'd watch it. I would too. Like, as mm, yeah, okay. Excuse me. Uh, I'm just gonna quick write an idea down for a <laughs> for a game. Don't mind. Yeah, me. please. When you do that game, just like text me because I need to watch it all. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, my note is just baby mama class action lawsuit TTRPG. <laughs> yeah no that that would be good i just you know i feel like once you get past like 10 like you can no longer afford to uh live no no you're done yeah like at that point you have to like get a commune and just bring all of the children to your farm (laughs) and at that point you're like a horror movie anyway so Mm -hmm. lean into it it's like that you know that guy from sister wives how like the kids are now old enough to like talk about it and they're like yeah he used to make this whole thing about how he wouldn't forget anybody's birthdays but that kind of stopped happening after like the first 15 kids or whatever yeah no shit man (laughs) i can barely remember my family's birthday and there are not that many of us yeah i feel like once you get to like 30 kids like they just start becoming numbers right your number what Mm -hmm. oh i watched Mm -hmm. the duggar documentary by the way how was it i need to still see it it was not a it was more about the like religious sect that they are a part of mm-hmm. and less about their like i mean they had interviews with one of the kids who is no longer part of the family because yeah jess jesse I don't again Those i don't remember names whatever. of human beings uh um, they're all j names so it's very difficult uh so it was about like what a piece of shit the dad was uh and like what a piece of shit the the sort of christian cult that they're in is uh Mm -hmm. and it's like how it got founded and so i like that part of documentaries i do like being Mm -hmm. like let's take a deep dive into this really dumb organization and like Mm -hmm. see how it managed to like manipulate all of these people i find that very interesting so there was a decent amount of that which i liked but there was then it, it was it was like, you know, it was a good documentary in that it was like, here are the Duggars as a lens to look at this. Uh, but there are mm-hmm. some other parts of it that I thought should have been explored more. Um, mm. Like there was a bit about how this cult is now using all of these very young people and technology like TikTok uh, to like push forward its ideology. 
And like, we could have done an entire episode on that, but Mm -hmm. we didn't. It was just sort of like a wrap up, like, Ooh, this is a thing that's scary to think about. It's like, no, no, I don't want to get back to that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this more. Have you seen that, uh, commune on tiktok that's like trying to convince people they're not a cult but everyone's like it's a fucking cult don't be dumb like we all know no i have not oh my god it's so funny like it's all these van life people and they're like 100 percent in a cult and they're like trying to pretend that they're not and they're like yeah it's just like our way of life blah 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 and they all like disappear at the same time and then they like come back months later or it's like and posting that's- and stuff yeah that's terrifying and hilarious. Yeah, but it's also like they keep like trying to convince everybody they're not part of a cult. <laughs> <laughs> the louder you say you're not in a cult, the more you're in a cult. I'm sorry. Literally. Like, those are the rules. I don't make them. Yep. Yep. Oh, so good. So then he starts talking to Jane about fairy tales and said that Jane has like an unearthly face. And that uh, she caused him to fall off his horse. And I'm like, is he flirting right now? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's just being mean. Like, I he... couldn't tell. Okay, so I do think Rochester is the master of negging in that mm-hmm. he doesn't think he's negging. He's just being himself, which is to say an asshole. Yeah. He's just an asshole. And mm-hmm. he is like, he's what all of those dudes who read, you know, shitty uh shitty books and watch shitty youtubes about alpha males mm-hmm. that's what he's what they're trying to emulate but he yeah. he's doing it in the most like andrew I'm tate just wishes a, right <laughs> yes andrew tate wishes he were mr rochester because rochester's mm-hmm. got this down he's just mm-hmm. like one he, it's because he hates everyone mm-hmm. he just like cannot stand anyone in the house around him and so there's just so much just insult going on and jane's yeah. background is she's like people who are nice to me are weird so people who aren't nice to me i'm into that and yeah. rochester's just like who are you jane's like it could be the trauma but like you're kind of hot a hundred percent oh my god it's so funny she, i just was like it seems like she was kind of into it. It was like, I was like, girl. Like, he's like, no, she totally uh, is. <laughs> he's like, you're the ghost and you caused me to fall off my horse with your magic spell. And she's like, maybe I did. Like, <laughs> maybe. And he's like, maybe? stop looking at me like that. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. I just, I love that they're like two different halves of kind of crazy. <laughs> hundred percent yeah this is one coin and they're both of the halves uh-huh <laughs> so he's like all right you need to do something to interest me and jane's like anything <laughs> and he's like all right go play piano so i can see if you're like actually decent at it and she's like um dude i'm like dog shit at piano and he's like even better go play <laughs> <laughs> right he's like i figured but yeah let's try anyway <laughs> he's like i just need something new so please go be dog to the piano over there um and then she like plays for like 30 seconds like all right come back come back yeah you are dog shit um yeah you weren't lying that was terrible (laughs) and then he's like what else do you do do you do anything like you have to be governess you have to be like halfway decent at something like what do you do 
and she's like i draw i guess he goes get your sketchbook go back right just bring it on over here (laughs) and she's like okay and he's just like laying them all out staring at them saying nothing which like (laughs) what it's so bad it's so bad the the and the other problem is i like i've seen this happen Mm -hmm. at like college house parties where there's just that one asshole who's just like oh you like movies show me your movie collection Mm -hmm. and they'll bring it out you know just like terrible awful why do you have this garbage it's just like this is the energy mr Mm -hmm. rochester is bringing and Mm -hmm. personally love it personally (laughs) very very endearing to me i don't know like nirvana name three of their songs (laughs) it's 100 what's happening yeah like as someone who's a fan of a lot of things but doesn't know a single thing about it like this is my dream interaction because i love i love acting stupid um and people just getting really confused because it is it does bring me so much joy because they always expect you to argue with them and i'll like wear a t-shirt for something like dragon ball i'll wear this my dragon ball shirt and they'll be like have you ever even seen dragon ball i'll be like no no i've never like who's that I've never seen this before in my life. I just thought this shirt was cute. I just, you know, it was in my closet and I just like, I don't even know. I think I might have got it at Goodwill or something. Like, I just, it's, it brings me so much joy because I always expect you to argue with them. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I just, you can think I'm dumb. I don't care. <laughs> Incredible. More, uh, I'm not going to say more people should do that. I was about to say that. But more people should absolutely deny engagement is one thing it's, i still say i just think it's funny like it's funny for me it's a little inside joke i get to have with myself you know and like and now whatever. viewers of this podcast yeah like it's fine i don't like i'm not gonna defend things i don't care you can think matter, i don't enjoy man. something whatever it man matter it's fiction yeah i'm sorry like, eh, whatever like, people will expect me, because I have a classic literature podcast, to have read every book. And I'm like, no, that's, like, the joke. That's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast, because I haven't read anything. I don't know what I'm talking about. Or they'll be like, so you know all of the ins and outs of, like, fucking the art of war. And I'm like, what? Whom? Whom amongst <laughs> us? Yeah. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I haven't even, no. like, looked at that bad boy. I couldn't tell you what's in there. The only people who read Art of War are tech bros who are trying to make themselves culture. Seem interesting. Are, yeah. Yeah, no. And they're failing because... Truly. No. Um, couldn't really tell if he likes his, her drawings at all. Um, no, I think his reaction is very like, these are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever watched a kid that like, definitely like little, little serial killer and like has weird drawings of like monsters? That's what I'm imagining for Jane right now. No, and the the art that is being described is like I'm not it's not I'm not going to say it's weird, but it's like <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. Especially for like I'm not going to say Rochester is a stereotypical Victorian man, but he's like he's in that world and has mm-hmm. that sensibility. And so Jane's coming at him with like 1940s pulp cover science fiction yeah. shit and he's like I thought these were going to be like landscapes. 
yeah but, like still lives so mm-hmm. it's like ooh, weirdo mm. okay <laughs> yeah he like saw a picture and he was like yeah you're kind of fucking weird actually and he's not nice about it he is just no. like this is really fucking weird jane and she's like, like hey, okay where'd you see these you know you weird ghost child where where did these come from and she's like oh i just like made them up in my mind and tried to draw them and he's like you're fucking weird my other favorite is he's like how long did it take you to make these did you just like do them and she's like all day like i just spend all day on these and like you can just feel the horror radiating off of him he's like oh my god yeah like have you ever like grabbed like an emo kids notebook (laughs) (laughs) what a question (laughs) what a question to ask me (laughs) like a sketchbook of like a middle school emo kid you ever been in that position? can't say i've had the pleasure okay. of that like there's a lot of like blood in there you know what i mean and I, i'm just imagining that kind of situation where you're like flipping through this and like every drawing gets a little scarier and you're like you're gonna be like a really good like horror horror, horror artist um however this is i feel like you should have prefaced this a little bit like i feel like you should have like let me know before but it's also like dude you're the one who took it you're the one who was like show me your art (laughs) and jane was just like yeah right you asked for it man (laughs) like i just to put this all into like a picture i just want to imagine that this sketchbook is like held together by like duct tape and like it's it looks rough you know the things inside are gonna be like wild shit like there's definitely weird lyrics on the outside. Um, some things like colored in with like red that like could be blood, could not be, could be a cool gel pen. You don't know. Could be anything. Um, she's also going to show you her knife collection after this. Like that's the energy <laughs> I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this notebook has clearly been confiscated at some point and returned because of bad bad behavior at the at the lowwood school yep yep it's her one prized possession and it's been used a lot Mm-hmm. jane just like this is where i'm truly a freak just so you know <laughs> enjoy it's like accessing a smut author's like notebook you know you're like oh <laughs> what yeah, right mr i mr rochester's eyebrows just raising and raising and raising and raising this entire time <laughs> he's got a little blush on his cheeks you know like <laughs> <laughs> so um we do find out a tiny bit about this man uh we find out his name's edward which is you know we only have like four names to choose from in victoria right. england so and ed is one of them mm-hmm. so all of his family's dead which of course they are um and yeah that's pretty much all we get to find out there so there's that what a vibe bonding bonding over our shared dead families yep yep so that is all we are going to have time to cover it'd be like that sometimes it do be like that you know we made we did make it through two chapters so good job us (laughs) yeah it's clear standard right now yeah, I mean, there are only 37 chapters in this book, and at this rate, we'll finish at some point. Yeah, one day. Maybe one day. next year. I don't know. Who knows? 
It's fine. It's a weekly podcast. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just making more content. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Just enjoy more of what you love. Us being goofs yes. on the internet. <laughs> but we will catch you all next week. Uh, Alex, where can the people of the internet find you and your stuff? Yes, the people of the internet can find me on the internet over at Twitter at MightiestFin for as long as Twitter exists. Uh, I may make a lateral move to one of the other platforms at some point, and I'll try to be at MightiestFin there as well if I have the energy and the brain space to do it. Otherwise, uh, I write games, and you can find those games uh, on itch.io if you search for Backwards Tabletop. Uh, we've got two games and a couple more coming out on Kickstarter. Um, what else? I've run some games. All of this information is collated on my Twitter, so that's really where you should find me. Um, when I do stuff, I let people know. So, that. That. Maybe you can yeah. just get like a really weird TikTok career after this, you know, like have your mm. emergence and it's just videos of your dog. Just listen, Finn should be TikTok famous because he's a weird motherfucker and he also very it. cute. Yeah, yeah, he do. Listen, my personal TikTok, just videos of Moon. I don't think that's a bad thing at no. all. Like I'm I have like four here. videos of me and then I'm like probably going to delete them. Because it is Moon's account at this point. Mm. But she also deserves it. She do. The most recent video is just her eating a puppuccino, which, you know, I can send you if you want. Yes, please. Yes, please. I I tried to get a video of Finn yesterday because he got a new blanket and he like, it's small and he wrapped himself up in it. And then Anne was doing something. So he needed to like get up, Mm -hmm. but he was so well wrapped in the blanket that he took it with him. Good. And was just like wandering through the house as a blanket ghost. And I was just like, this dog is perfect. Yeah. It's I ridiculous. love that energy. <laughs> yes. Just like, I don't really care what's happening. I'm going to go see what's going on. And if this blanket comes with me, whatever. So be it. But we will catch you all next week and uh, enjoy the blanket ghost that is this Victorian child. Bye. Bye. <laughs>